0: Yes, yes, yo, everybody, you all are welcome to the Mind School Podcast with Christopher J.O.T. your teacher. My shout out goes to yours, callers out there who keeps coming and tuning to the show from every listening platform all over the globe. Another shout out goes to you all for the love you show when you share and tag our shows on your social media handles. I must confess, you are the realest MVP. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. the, must not take yourself too seriously and. since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. Young people are dying. They're overdosing on heroin and fentanyl. You wonder, how did this young person get to this horrible spot in life? Let's turn back the clock, go back in time, to younger days, to understand how addiction starts, to understand how to prevent it from happening. While each addiction situation is different, there are generally three ingredients. First, teens have a lot to cope with. Many teenagers are trying to figure out, who am I? What is my identity? And there is stress. When teens were asked, they said the number one reason they use drugs was to deal with the pressures and stress of school. And some teens have to cope with stress at home. There could be emotional neglect, abuse, divorce, a family member with an illness, a family member who's addicted, the death of a loved one, money troubles, or other challenges. Many teens also need to cope with depression or social anxiety. In addition to a lot to cope with, some teenagers, through no fault of their own, have poor coping skills. Maybe their parent or parents have been caught up in their work or other family crises and do not even realize that their teenage child needs help. Maybe their parent or parents are struggling themselves and are simply not able to teach their kids how to constructively cope with life. And teens who experience day-to-day depression or social anxiety may develop an unwarranted negative self-image. This can make it tougher to cope. The third ingredient to addiction that may be present is certain brain chemistry. Some people, by virtue of how their brain processes chemicals, get hooked easier. You can attribute this to your family tree, otherwise known as genetics. Genetic susceptibility doesn't have to be present for a teen to develop addiction, but it can increase their chances. All three of these pieces do not have to be present for addiction to happen. Any one piece, if strong enough, can lead a teen down the addiction path. So how does addiction start? Here's what happens. A teen has a lot to cope with and poor coping skills, they try alcohol and drugs. Maybe their brain chemistry causes them to be more susceptible. The teen's brain learns that, at least in the short term, the alcohol or drugs gives them a way to temporarily neglect or forget the stresses in their life, which is a flawed way of coping. That can become their identity, the party friend who is willing to try anything, or the friend who can get you drugs. It might give them a way to fit in socially and have fun. It might help them for a moment, forget about their stress. The teen starts using alcohol or drugs more frequently. This is where things come apart. Repeated use does three things. The teen's brain has learned that, in the short term, alcohol and drugs can help them cope. With repeated use, this bad learning loop becomes ingrained and deeper. The teenager gets to the point of automatically reaching for alcohol or drugs when they're stressed without even thinking about it. With repeated use, the chemicals in alcohol and drugs also change the brain, making the teenager even less self-aware of how they're going off the rails. And repeated use makes life situations worse, which just increases stress and feeds into the negative loop. Without a change, this path ends in addiction, jail or death. One out of 10 adults struggle with addiction. Addiction leads to broken families, broken promises and broken hearts, and currently an increasing number of deaths. So how do we prevent this from happening? How do we prevent addiction? Here's how. First, a message for parents. Spend concentrated one-on-one time with your kids, particularly when they get into middle school and all through high school and college. Truly listen to them with love and without judgment. Understand what they are coping with, help them get through if you need help talk to an experienced professional do not wait act now and remember your child could simply be experimenting and have a brain more susceptible to alcohol and drugs it could be that simple and scary or your child could be going through something that you're not fully aware of there is inevitably a lot going through their head when you get in a car accident in the winter time The accident doesn't happen when you hit the telephone pole. It happens 200 feet before that when you start skidding on the ice. Your child may be skidding right now and neither they nor you even recognize it. Act now. Do not assume they can self-correct. They need an established support system. Listen to them and help them immediately. Now, a message for teenagers you are not alone it may feel that way who else could be going through this or having these thoughts but whatever you're experiencing many others have experienced this too and they've come out happy on the other end do not take on the identity of the party friend it will kill you you can find an identity without drug and alcohol dependency your true identity a better identity finally Be open to receiving help from your family, a friend, or from a professional, wherever it comes from. When your body has an illness, you see a doctor. When your body has an injury, you see a physical therapist. But what about your brain? When you're on a bad path, a therapist can help you get on the positive one. The therapist can help you step back, gain perspective, and develop strong coping skills, no matter what life throws your way like a personal trainer for the brain. Getting help is a strength, not a weakness. You deserve to be truly happy. You deserve to be comfortable with your own thoughts. You can be. Peace and love. Thank you for listening to this wonderful episode from the mind school podcast and remember we love it when you share and tag our shows on your social media handles always stay tuned for more interesting episodes coming your way